All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Truly Grace for another evening of truth. Ladies and gentlemen, um, tonight, you know, as, as always, I just need you to know that um, there's many ways to find out the truth. And that you have to understand that God came uh, for broken people. He came to save us and then to give us gifts to go reach the rest of the world. I know y'all have been looking out for suits and ties, and that is your stereotypical pastor, leader, or whatever have you and stuff, but they don't look like that in God's eyes. We all look the same. So it doesn't matter what you wear or how you come. If you're speaking the truth, then that's it. So you got to start looking at how people are living. If they're worried more about their cars and their clothes and stuff like that, then uh, they're not trustworthy. But I know somebody who is, and his name is God. And I trust in everything that he tells me. So as I lived this life from the darkness and it got to this light, I want you to understand that that's all I do is study the truth. And I want to bring it to the world out there to let you know if you're broken or wherever you're at, there is healing. And there's a way to overcome. It's a fearless battle that you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to make the choice, though. We can't do it for you. And he surely can't because he done made a choice to give a perfect world to people. And they were Adam and Eve. And they chose to do something different with the world that he gave us. And that's what's brought about sin. We're going to speak tonight on some things that I'm going to finish up with learning the hard way. We did. We started last week, but I want to finish this up because I need you to understand that we got to stop being hard headed and trying to figure out things on our own and living the hard way. Tonight, as we get started, I want you to to go to if you want to, you can go to Facebook, tell your friends right now you get a watch party going. You can also go on podcast, YouTube, and watch these videos. Um, on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock, you can go to 1580 AM and 97.1 FM and catch them then. But the truth needs to be told, and not like the world has been telling it for all these years. The truth needs to be told in the way God wants you to hear it. So everything that I do is in the Bible, and it's going to be biblical, and I'm only going to come to you with the truth. If it sounds harsh, I know people come against you, but listen to me. Um, they even didn't like Jesus when he was walking around telling the truth. So if you mock me or you talk about me or you tell me downplay my ability to lead or serve in the ministry, well, that's fine too. I know what I've called to do and I'm going to keep doing it. So if you want to receive the truth and I want you to go away from your ways of the world and I want you to listen to what Jesus has for you, I want you to receive it. Tonight we're going to be singing some songs and as always, worship is what opens you up to receive things through the Spirit. I want you to be able to receive things. So while we're singing tonight, the people that are watching, people in the house, and, and like I was just speaking earlier, it doesn't matter whether you know the songs or not. Listen to what these people are singing about, the one true God. They just want to help you. They just want to lead you. They want to make something better of your lives. God wants everything that he has for you. It's his plan, not yours. Understand that. So tonight... I want you to know that God is trustworthy, so trust him. Tonight, listen while we sing. Let these songs open you up to a new you. Tonight, let it be your night. Stop doubting. Start believing. Ladies and gentlemen, we ready to worship our Father. Amen. Let's get ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get, it. Let's get this thing started. It's time for, I know I'll say it every day, Club Jesus. They hate me, that thing. <laughs> it's going down at Truly Grace tonight. Love y'all. Thank everybody out there that's joining me. Let's see a total. We're going to have some scars, ain't we? Go ahead and crank that up, brother. No, no. Yeah. Yo. Let's be right now. I got to go. Hey. I do want my mind. I, I 
got a little time, I know we kinda overdue Turning back the pages to our younger days, yeah, I can still imagine you
Don't worry, you got some scars. It comes with living. Now we're going to find some healing for your scars. Y'all ready to receive the mighty, the mighty word of God? These people put their whole lives into this music so that we can find healing because they found theirs. Just stand in his presence tonight. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Hallelujah. Stop waiting on yourself for the answers. Wait on him. He'll give them to you. I want y'all to stand in this presence right here. Apart from God, there is nothing. Listen to he sings to us. Watch him.
look, but that's why I'm trying to reach people today. I done did that. I'll, I'll, I'll do that right now. Because for the simple fact is, he's trustworthy to me. Because when I leaned on every understanding that I had, it failed. Everybody. Men, women, it doesn't matter. I know they love you. We love each other, but it doesn't matter. Your love is not greater than God's love. And people have to understand that. So when you're sitting there trusting in another man or woman, watching your TVs, reading your little books, and say, oh, no, I know what love is. Look, look what Johnny said right here. He, look how he loves Peggy. Hmm. That's not love, ladies and gentlemen. That's infatuation. That's lust. It's everything that God said go against. Go against. Ladies and gentlemen, before I start this message tonight, which I've already really started, but I hadn't really. We can pray at any time. Let's bow our heads and get Jesus up in here. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. I praise you, God. I worship you to the, to the mountaintops like you said. I love you more than you can imagine, but you know that my love for you is great because that's what I do every day. These people in here serve you, Father. Let's stand in the gap for the ones that are out there lost and can't see the truth. I want you to be able to bring something through your vessel so they can receive it tonight. Father, you are trustworthy and you're the only trustworthy person that I know. So I don't want my friends and families and stuff to get their little feelings hurt. Because look, first of all, we are not people pleasers. We are here to please you, Father. So Father, while we do our thing, let the world remember and receive this tonight. While you're sitting out there trying to prove your love to Betty and all them other people out there, you need to be prepared to pr prove your love to the one and only creator. Amen. We will speak of it tonight. Because Father, I'm not going to go left or right any longer because I know where that got me. So tonight in this house, as for me and mine, we will serve you. Amen. So Father, let's stand on your word. Let the Holy Spirit reign upon us, and let's receive your word and not our own. You speak, not me. And all the people in the house said, amen. amen. God bless y'all for coming out tonight and receiving this word. People that are watching, I know I say this all the time, but I'm telling you, it's, it's very important that you get this truth out to somebody. I know that people do that. My family does it. Everybody still does it. They look at me, and they're like this. Whoa, look, look, look at Lord. How? That, you, that's not for you to understand how I got to this place. I, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to teach you how I got here. God, there, there is no other, there is no other, there's no reason. You can go into all the scientific things that you want to do. You can take me to a, get me a psychiatric evaluation like they wanted to, and you can give me these pills that make me feel good, and you can think that that's how you do it, but that's not how it's done. I want you to bring me a scripture where he did one time where he walked around and practiced medicine on people. He didn't do that. So ladies and gentlemen, they didn't have medicine back then. They just had healing from him, believing the Holy Spirit healed people. And that's what we need to get back to today. And that's what I'm going to try to do is bring you back. Stop. Look, this is your brain. You can make any choice you want it to do. You want to choose to follow the world? That's you. I'm telling you to stop living in fear. Start trusting. I didn't say trust in your friends. You trust in a God, the creator. All he did was ask you to look around. He said, if you don't believe in my word, then look around at the miracles themselves. If you look out your front door, if you look at just this right here, how about explaining the miracle of childbirth? You might go into your little science book and see how sperms create that stuff. Well, how does all that get created? How did that get put together? How did this world, how did those fish in the sea and stuff, all these wonderful things you watch on National Geographic and go out there and hear these birds, how did all this get created? You think some man invented ants and stuff and dolphins and trees? 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's stop being stupid and quit trying to learn life the hard way. Let's get to real. Let, let's start thinking really outside your box, out past your nose. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, this guy on TV, he's really intelligent. And he, and he, yeah, yeah, he sure is. He sure is. Well, who gave him his intelligence? How did he just get it? He just he was born with it? No, no. Wisdom and knowledge comes from someone. I'm going to tell you, it comes from the word of God. And the believer's authority, you have authority over all that sin and bull crap that people try to put in your head. So you got to stop believing. You, you, you can be, become a believer. You don't have to be a doubter. All you got to do is choose one or the other. I want to doubt and live in fear the rest of my life. or I want to be a believer and trust in our God. It's your choice. Because see, in Romans 6, 14, he says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. So many people keep trying to throw things in my face and all these people out here about these laws and stuff. Sure, the law is still good. You know, you know right from wrong. You know to follow the Ten Commandments. But we couldn't follow the law back then, and that's why Jesus died. Do you understand that? Let me start from the beginning so you understand that, you know, so you don't think that he just... This is just this guy that got up here on this cross and sacrificed himself for nothing. He sacrificed himself so he could get us away from sin. All we have to do is be obedient and follow him. You see, because we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it our way, so he sent his son to give us away. Now, all you have to do is follow his way. Problem solved. Now, I know it's easier said than done. Nobody said it was going to be easy. It's hard for me. Each and every day I get up, we're flesh. We think bad thoughts. We do bad things. We want to get into something. That's our whole motive. What can we get into? And then you got to tell yourself, well, all you got to do, every time you do that, all you got to do is be like this. Think, think of God as riding with you in the car or in the house watching TV. All you got to do was, is ask yourself, would God be doing this with you? Would Jesus be walking with you and going to the places you're going, talking about the things you're talking about or doing the things that you want to do? That's all you have to ask yourself. And, I'm, and you're going to always do like this. No, he wouldn't. And then you're going to make the choice to do the right thing. It's real easy, ladies and gentlemen. You just got to fight for it. People ask me all the time, how am I going to do this? I, well, first you've got to choose what you want to do. You know, do you want to live in sin or do you want something better for yourself? See, we don't have to fall into the, 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 you know, the trap of, Believe in everything we hear and see going on in the world around us. Amen. Everybody's in this trap. They believe everything they see and hear. If they said it on TV, it's the truth. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Man, but everything that is truth, like if you go back and you go over this, you can't go against anything he says. Amen. You can't even argue with not one thing that he says. I mean, you can argue with yourself and then try to make up your own little stuff, but where's that going to get you? I'm going to tell you where it's going to get you in the same place you are right now. Lost. See, the Holy Spirit gives us wisdom to recognize what is deception and what is truth. To overcome the world doesn't mean that we won't have problems and tribulations, but in the midst of the challenges and adverse circumstances, we can have victory in Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, God is trustworthy. In 2 Samuel 7, 28, he starts here and he says, Sovereign Lord, you are God. Your covenant is trustworthy. And you have promised these good things to your servant. Promised them to us. Not like the promises that everybody else says. Man, I promise I'll be there Saturday and I'll pick you up. Not those promises. God's going to be there. You heard what he's saying about, man. Every single day, wherever you go, he's going to be there. Amen. Not like anybody else is going to be there. 
And so that's why you don't get mad. Also, I want to go on the other side and don't be mad at your friends and your family for letting you down. That's what we do. We make mistakes. We're not perfect. We can't be everywhere all the time. And we have good intentions, but we just can't follow through. Well, see, God, he not only has good intentions, but he'll follow through with everything that he says. But first, you have to trust in him. See, uncertain times can fill us with fear, like the times we're going through right now. Everybody's scared to death right now. Everybody's out there panicking. And I understand that you should. People in hospitals and everything like that, they see people dying, but you're going to see people passing away anyway on every given day, no matter what. They're not dying in mass numbers and people are falling out all in the parking lot. The people at the dealerships, I went out there, bought a car from Toyota and stuff. Nobody fell out. Nobody, nobody's, everybody's good. Okay. And, and, and I know everybody's like this, Lord, why do you got to make, I'm not making jokes. I'm telling you it's time to trust in God. You cannot stop what is happening. So now what are you going to do? You need to start preparing yourself for what's about to happen. It's just started. If you can't handle this little bit, wait till he really comes in and stuff starts really happening. When the stuff really hits the fan in Revelation, what are you going to do then? Amen. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, this is just, he's giving you a test right now. Are you going to trust me or are you going to trust the world? He said, I'm going to send troubles into this world. But guess what? I have overcome the world. So who are you going to trust in the world? That he's overcome, that he created. What do you, what do you, I mean, I don't understand the logic behind the people sitting here coming at me telling me who I'm supposed to trust in. Didn't you hear what was on the TV? Don't you know the blah, 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 blah? <laughs> yeah, I did hear that. But then I also heard what my God told me. Come on, I also heard what my God promised me and what he brought me through. I'm not scared of that, whatever comes against me. I'm preparing myself. So if I do catch that virus and I die, guess where I'm going? Because I was a good and faithful servant. I wasn't scared hiding because I had to fish one more day or had to do that. That's what that scripture, man. I, man, I wrote it down. I, I wish I can go to it, but you go to it. And then I'm telling you there's scripture on that where it tells you where a man is like, I'm going to wait. Wait wait till I go home. Wait till I go home, Father, and, and, and do this. And wait till I go home and do that. I'm not going to sit here and wait for you to go take care of the chickens and all that. I have come. You got to be prepared when he comes. See, so you're like so many of us, you are receiving constant messages, news feeds. I got my, 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 my things full of them, full of them, news feeds on updates and alerts and, and, and posts that can make us feel real anxious and make you feel, because just for that moment, you're looking at me like this. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. then you're like this. Man, cut that out. Man, shoot. News flash at 640. God's in control. There you go. I don't never see that going across none of the news waves. They got a bunch of panic and fear and stuff and trying to give people anxiety. Let me go in. So let me tell you some truth tonight. I'm showing people truth. I'm not going to go anymore lowball and all that stuff. People want you to do like this. I know in every church house, I ask them like this. Well, man, you can only say certain things because, see, you'll have people and you're driving away. And, and then, look here. It doesn't matter. Look, if you don't want to hear the truth, that's fine. You can sit there and live a lie and be lost your whole life if you want to. But listen to this truth. Did, so far, do I make sense? I know I have. Because it is. Everything you watch is giving you anxiety. And then guess what the world does? This is what they do. News reports after they do that. The economy, the environment, terrorism, and crime. It's bad and it's growing worse. It's always been bad. And it is going to get worse until we do something about it. As long as we keep panicking and just standing around and letting it happen and not changing your family, your friends, and your circle, and not breathing the truth in them, it's going to get worse. Sooner or later, you're going to stand up for God, the one that stood up for you. 
See, so much goes into this in the world. Let me tell you some truth. It's a fact. People on the news and all that stuff, they put so much panic and anxieties in the world that people get so stressed out because they lost their jobs and all that stuff. Then they got to go see a doctor to go get some pills to take them, pills to help themselves get through their anxieties and worries. Okay? That's what's getting worse. Suicide, anxiety, worry, fear. That's what's getting worse. Why would you want to do that to a world that he wanted to bring love, hope, and peace to and joy? I'll tell you what, give you one for every emotion. They got, don't they got one for every emotion? Oh, you're feeling like that? Here's a pill. <laughs> so hey, I mean, I mean, look, I'm not trying to find out. I know people got to do what they got to do, and this is not a pun or attack of any kind. It's just, listen, you want to be past your anxieties, you want to get past your worries, then focus on good, the trustworthy word of God, and stop living, learning the hard way. Learn that you can do things different besides, you know, you want a permanent cure for your heart and soul? You start remembering God's trustworthiness. The world will always constantly be changing, but there's one thing that never changes. God and his word. Amen. Never. never. Hebrews 13, 8, plainly states this right here. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Forever. Can you say that about anything else? Anything else that you know right now? Nothing, because it changes from minute to minute. You're in love one minute, 15 minutes later, you sick of that person. It changes. Your friends, you come over, I remember a dude told me last week, he's like, this is my boy, this is my brother. He's, I love him more than I love my own family. They ain't even talking this week. Dude done stole his car, everything out of his house. They ain't even friends no more. But I told him again, I said, no, no, that's your brother. You love him on anything. You go back over there and you go get him now. You see, that's what real love does. That's what God does because he don't care if you lost. He don't care if he stole something from him and you lied and you did all that. He going to come get you. Amen. He going to leave everything he's doing and come get that one lost soul. So what I'm telling you out there, friend, go get your friend and bring them back to God. Amen. That's what you do. God is trustworthy. That's the, only, that's the kind of love that I like. That's who I want to be surrounded by. That's just life. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Choose to remember this, the unchanging truth that God is the ultimate control of the world. He is an ultimate control. When you accept what you cannot change and take responsibility for the things you can change, you will experience greater peace. It's in the serenity prayer, ain't it? Exactly what it tells people. Everybody wants to change everything. They want to change the person next to them. They want to change the friend. Oh, he's living bad, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to fix him. How are you going to fix him? With all those planks in your eye, since you're so perfect, how are you going to do it with all your solutions? Since you got it so figured out, why is the world so crazy? All those intelligent people out there, all I'm saying is instead of getting on TV talking about how smart y'all, do something. Change something. I know one thing you ain't. You ain't smarter than God, so why don't you keep fooling yourself? Create your light bulbs, your internets, all that stuff you do. Give the technology to get people way further away, but you need to try to show them how to utilize it to bring people closer to God. Amen. See, people can't, they can't accept that, though. That's why they don't have no peace, because they're mad because they can't fix those people down the street. And the people they see at Walmart, that, why are you so angry all the time? Shoot, I don't know. Let, let them be angry. Let's go pray for them or something. Let's not talk about them. Let's go find out. 
And if you can't do it, just like today, this dude has no idea about marine construction and how to build a bulkhead, but he sat out there for 30 minutes explaining to me how we were going to do it. And I was just sitting there looking at him, but I ain't get mad. I'm humble. I'm like, I'm going to let the guy talk, man. I know I'm, as soon as he finishes, I'm going to get to work, and I'm going to build the bulkhead like I build it. But he can say whatever he wants to say. That's fine. See, he has to learn to accept it. I understand that your job is whatever you do, man. You go take care of your job. Don't come over here and talk. You can't take, like, everybody in the world is trying to do God's job. How are you going to do his job? He done created everything. We, we, we do our business. We're the creators of our designs, and nobody else is going to be able to duplicate them because it's our build. God's design is his build. This is his world. Quit trying to recreate it. And that's what people spend all their time doing. I'm going to recreate this person over here to be just like I want him to be and do just like I want him to say and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to give him some pills. I'm going to give him a book. I'm going to evaluate him and tell him they're deep, blah, blah, blah. They're mandula, Magada is crazy and all this stuff. And you're confusing people and you're causing anxiety and you're keeping them trapped. I'm going to tell you like this. When everyday anxiety start to run you down, remember who is in charge. God's in charge. He's wise and good. And he's looking out for you. Psalm 121.5 states that. See, death and life is his plan. You can't change that, ladies and gentlemen out there. No matter what's happening, the pandemic or whatever's going on in the world, you can't stop it. No matter how much you worry, how much you fear, or whatever like that, it's not going to stop. You can lock the whole world down and shelter yourself and pass away. But what did you do in that time? Were you preparing yourself to trust in God that he was going to bring you to heaven? Or did you die in fear and worry? Did you have your own family members doing the same thing? You can't change his plans. It's his plans. I tried to figure it out. One time that why, you know, like I told you before, I asked why. Why would you put, people say, why would he put in his plans that he takes your children or, or, or takes your, your, your marriage and destroys it or takes the, your job and now you start a pandemic and you lose everything? Why would that be in his plans? So you could draw closer to him because you was paying too much attention to other stuff. See, all I'm going to ask is we got a way to go. What if, you know, people talk about the way I do things and all, look, I know I'm not your typical preacher, teacher, leader, whatever you, the world wants to label it. I'm just a vessel. I'm not going to give myself a label. I, I'm a vessel of the truth. And I just want to relay it to the world because I want things to change in other people's lives. And I want them to stop living lies and listening to the world around them, feed them the garbage that they've been feeding them for years over years. You have to change the pattern. No change will ever come until you change your pattern. Just think about this. What if Jesus would have came, what if he would have been on that cross, he just came down off of him and did like this. Man, he ain't finna die for them folks. Man, get me up over here. I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? When all them people were mocking him and doing all those things, what if he just got, I ain't finna listen to all this. Father, you want me to do this? I ain't doing it for them people. That'd be the same way. If people sitting there talking about me and other people because we don't look the part, if we just stopped because people was mocking and gossiping about us and slandering our names for preaching his word, you ain't going to stop that from me. I'll want. I, 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 I tell you, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every one of y'all that come against anybody that's trying to bring the truth to people. 
This is what they need. See, constant exposure to wrong attitudes, it reads, and values will eventually take its toll on your life. It's easier to pull someone down than it is to lift them up. So what kind of friends should you keep? What kind of people do you get, keep around you? I'll tell you what, I want the kind who brings out the best in me. How about you? Who lift you up, who encourage you and make you a better person. And I know you're asking yourself tonight, but aren't we supposed to love everybody? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yes, ma'am, yes, sir, you are. But at the same time, you ain't supposed to lean on them, listen to them, and learn their wrong ways and become like them. Just because you're friends with people and you're walking around them, don't, you don't have to become them. You can be bold and stand strong enough to tell them the truth of God and tell them you are not going to do that and you're not going to believe that way when they're sitting there telling you things. Well, this is how I believe. When anybody starts off with that sentence like that, you need to be, beware anyway. Let me tell you how I, what I think, what, what you think about it. Well, let's go to the book. Let's, what does he think about it? When it comes to choosing your friends, here's the scriptural rule you should live by. Lord, I am a friend to anyone who fears and respects you. Anyone who obeys your commandments. Psalms 119.63. And that's who I want to be surrounded by. People that uplift me. Surrounded, not fearing. Got me on doomsday every single day of my life, panicking. Fighting with me all the time, trying to start stuff with me instead of standing there. Just all we got to do is just ask and talk and work it out. This guy, man, this whole time today, this is a true story. Just today. I'm sitting there like this. We're going down the canal trying to get in position to, uh, to get into our new job. And the guy, the whole way, a quarter mile at least, walked down the pier in, in, over there in Goldport, was walking in other people's yards down the pier. You're never going to make it. I don't know how you're going to get through that, man. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sitting there look, looking at him like this. Are you ever going to say anything positive, brother? You have doomed me from the time we turned into this, this little riverbed alleyway, and all the bins and everything, and you doomed it. What did we do? We went down with our big barge, and we floated through. I took a little stick. I pushed it. See, he doesn't understand. Son, you and then that, finally, when we got to the other place, that guy at the end that we were do, building the stuff for looked at that guy and said, man, look here. Why can't you just go home and mind your own business? Hey, many Christmas. Ain't it so easy? But nobody can do that. They want to doom you to the, all the way. They want to mind your business. Amen. They don't want to mind their business. They want to mind your business. Dooming me. Not one. I, I'd, I'd rather you do like this so I can at least smile at you looking like a cheerleader over there doing like that. Rah, rah, rah. You're going to make it. Rah. And I've been like, yay. You know, I could have made it through. You're a little gay, but yeah, I mean, we're going to make it. And, it, it, and it, you know, and then I could have did whatever we did. But, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's funny how people just want to doom everything. And I know I said some words. Now you're going to probably put it all over Facebook. Hey, you said that word. Oh, yeah, the three-letter word. Oh, Lord, I didn't mean it like that. You know, I'm just saying it. I ain't gonna worry about it. I don't gotta explain myself. I trust God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I done been through that. You know what I'm saying? But God, the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb of the day of his death. Judges 13, 7. Learning the hard way. He's talking about Samson. We talked about him last week, about his strengths, but his weaknesses also. All I'm gonna do is tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you're asking for trouble when you refuse to take God seriously. 
The angel who announced Samson's birth said he was to be a Nazarene, indicating that he was to be dedicated to doing God's will. So when you become a believer, and, and it doesn't even matter, look here, anybody that is born is dedicated to doing his will, not your own. He's giving you life. He's giving you your breath every day that you wake up and go through your days and stuff. He's giving you everything that you have, all your riches, all those cars that you drive in, everything that you have. And even if you are sitting there thinking you have nothing and you, you, you look here, you got another day to think about it. So love just because you're breathing. Be thankful that you're alive and the situation you're in. I promise you it can be better, but you choose to be in that situation. I've seen in California, Louisiana, everywhere, I, just right over here in Pascagoula, right over here in Tent City. Yeah, their lives are not good, but they all gather together as a family and they make something of each and every day. And one day I pray that they're all going to wake up and they're going to come into a house of the God and they're going to find themselves. Amen. And they're going to get the healing that they need. And they're going to trust in the God instead of their selves and the dope dealers that are out there and stuff. I know we're going to reach them if we could just get some help out there instead of people sitting in, the, in their house and do like this. Those people over there, those people, those people, those people are the people we're supposed to be saving. You self-righteous people. Huh. But Samson was careless about his spiritual life, just like so many else were. So many other people were. And he had prayed only when he was in trouble. He was impulsive. And that's what the, these uh, people that got everything figured out do. They don't worry about nothing until they get in trouble. Oh, Father, please, please, please don't let my, please, please don't let me lose my car, my house, blah, blah, and everything, and blah, blah, blah. Well, you weren't worried about that yesterday, son. That's what he's saying to you, but he, you can't hear him, but I'm telling you what he's saying. You weren't worried about it until you, and then uh, people over there, I was, you see it in, when I was going to get sentenced and everything, they prayed the day before they went, all right, I'm going into sentencing, Father, please don't give me 40 years. Oh, now you want to ask me. Why didn't you ask me for help back before you did the crime? You do the crime, do the time, son. But then while you're doing your time, you just get closer to me. So when you come back out, you can be like a, a Lloyd story or so many others that come out of prison and rehabs and stuff that change their life. That's what you need to be doing. And while you're in there in prison, why don't you give God to them and teach them about how they can be saved and how their life can be if they just trust in God and not their own ways anymore. Instead of all those foolish million-dollar ideas that you got. No, my boy's got it figured out. Sure does. See you in prison. You're going back. See, the truth is we would have saved ourselves so many problems and spared ourselves so much pain if we would just stop and ask God for direction. See, Samson turned to God only when he got into a jam. That's what we call foxhole Christianity. Foxhole Christianity. We pray, Lord, if you get me out of this dilemma, I promise I'll live for you from now on. How many times have you heard that? I promise, Lord. How many times you said that before? Huh? Yeah, yeah. If you just get me out of this, I'll never do it again. Yeah. Think about this. He already knew. Hey, God is good. He tells the truth, though. All the other people out there, if they've told the truth to your friends, they say, hey, man, you know what? Don't say that to God. He's going he's gonna to make it bad on us. Look, let's just go ahead and say right now, God, I'm going to try. Amen. I'm going to try my best to not do this. But please give me some strength so I can make it for one more day. I promise I'm, I'm going to work hard. But if I don't, let your will be done within me. Amen. Don't ever ask for promises that you can't keep. Don't promise to God stuff that you can't keep. You will be punished. But here's the question is, 
God just an afterthought, just a convenience to you when you're in trouble, when things get tough and you're in a tight spot and then you turn to him in depression and desperation. But what about everything all, you think everything's all right and you ignore him, right? People think everything's all right and they ignore him right now. Things are not all right. The world around us is not all right. And we got to accept that we need to get closer to him. See, Samson was captured by the Philistines after he was disobedient, wanted to do it his way. And his eyes was gouged out. And he was as he was grinding grain in the mill like an ox. Do we need that? He, he says, do we need to turn to God now as he prayed? What kind of history might Samson have had if he prayed right from the beginning? You think that that would have happened to him? What if you stop right now? And take the time out to think, whatever I've done to up to this day, whatever lies that I've been living, that I've been listening to, what if I change right now and turn to God who is trustworthy? Your life doesn't have to be as bad as it seems. And even when it is, you're going through trials. I've been through many. And people might struggle all the way to the finish line. But if you just believe, at least you have hope every single day. What hope do you have in taking something for it? Your addictive behaviors? Your pride. It doesn't have to be this way, ladies and gentlemen. The psalmist said, blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in obedience to him. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. Psalms 128, 1 through 2. See, if you do this, you'll go down to Judges 16, 22, and guess what? Just like Samson when he got all his hair cut off and he got his eyes gouged out. Guess what happens when you start believing? All those things that you did, guess what? Your hair will start to grow again. Because he even said in Judges 16, 22, he said the hair of his head began to grow again because he started believing. He changed his ways. Your life and everything in it will start to grow again. I spoke uh, earlier today to some, a great friend of mine and said that, you know what I'm saying, when you're going through trials and troubles and stuff like I did and so many others and she is and everybody is going, a lot of other people, we got to understand, our world is not falling apart, it's falling into place. Just trust on God. And as his hair became to grow, he was renewed and, and Samson repented to God. That's all you got to do is repent. All you people that have learned in the hard way, that have been thinking your way was the right way, See, God never gave up on him, and you just got to not give up on yourself. Um, see, it's only as you move into the center of God's will that you discover why you were made. And when you do, these things will fall back into place, everything that you've broken. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, let's try to encourage one another and get into God's Hall of Fame. That sounds good, don't it? Get up in there in the Hall of Fame, get, to, get up there and you're sitting there like that. You got the book of life out like that. And you all in line doing like this, getting your little certificate. You done graduated. Here, you good and faithful servant. Boy, look here, boy, look here. You can do whatever you want. You can graduate from any school you want to. There ain't no greater feeling than to graduate from God's college, being obedient and serving Him faithfully. Boy, that feel, makes me feel so good right now. It don't make no sense. Man. I think I'm going to go, I don't know, I'm going to bring some more people to school with me. Yeah. That's, what you, that's what our job is, ain't it? But everybody else is doing like that. I'm thinking about me. I'm thinking about what I'm getting next week. Oh, what you're getting. Okay. Well, you keep doing that. 
I'll tell you what. Because God can take a person who seems like a total failure and use them, right? Use them to accomplish great things. That's why I do what I do. Because everybody out there that looks at those people in Tent City and everybody that's on these streets and the drug addicts that they talk about and the, and the people that they feel, the, the gangbangers and all that stuff like that, look, and he believes in them too. He didn't die. I posted something the other day that somebody posted and I had to share it because he didn't die just for, for the preachers. And, and he died for the drug addicts too. You understand that? So where you up there doing like this, adjusting your tie and your suit, and you're walking around, jumping and bebopping and talking and hallelujahing and stuff like that, check it out. I can do the same dance because he died for me too, brother. So I don't understand why we're all separated. When you're going to understand it's just all time for you being united in one. There's one God. There's one way. There's one truth. And there's one life to live, and it's for God. So while you're going through all what you're going through, you self-righteous peoples, he loves you too. And so do I. And guess what? We all forgive you for the things that you say about us, the slandering, the nicknames you give us, the gossip you do behind our backs. You want to check my background? Check it. Ain't good at all, but so are most of the people in the Bible. It ain't too good neither. But he sure didn't call them, did he? He called the unqualified to say that. Amen. Come on. And we are who he says we are. That's right. Oh, boy, child of God. That's right. Preach to it. See, turn your life over to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. That's all you got to do. Give him all the pieces and let him put them back together. Life seems broken right now, but he can sure put it back together. I want you to break loose of all the things that's tying you down keeping you from becoming everything that your dream wants you to be. You see, it's not your dream that you had about chocolate milk and skirts or whatever you was dreaming about and cars and stuff. It's his plan, his dream for you to be somebody, everything that you ever wanted to be in his name. You got to trust him. Only God knows your potential. You understand that? Because if you just depended on your potential, you'll limit it and you won't go no further than the front door of your house. Or the little job down the street. Oh, I'm the shift manager at uh, Taco Bell. I'm great. I, I, I'm good here. Why don't you be the manager of seven franchises or something like that or that? Why don't you buy your own restaurant? See, that's what you do. Don't stop there. Learn something while you're at and then take it to the next level because God's got you. He's going to take you everywhere you want to go. Leave that for people and then show them. Lead them to get in their own restaurants. Everybody have what they want. Everybody have a piece of the pie. That's what God wants us to have. I'll tell you what, you'll never do it by your own. So he must do it in his strength. So let him start today. Let God start today. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take time out to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and my soul for listening and tuning in. And I want you to, to understand that my only objective is to bring the truth to you. And I know these truths because I've not only lived from the dark to get here and know what it takes to fight to get to the light. That's all I want you to see. So I want you to understand that there is hope if you just understand and you trust in a God that is the healer of all. You can overcome. I'm a walking witness. I got people in the house that are living witnesses to it as well. And there's millions of other people that I'd like for you to come gather at trulygrace.org and, and come learn about us and share your story. And 
testimony and stuff so it can help other people's reach their true potential through Christ. Don't just sit there on your couch, on your bed, aching and groaning about your addictions. Overcome your addictions. I want you to find healing in God's word and his people. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you receive something tonight because I sure do every time that I get up here. The Holy Spirit speaks through me. I speak to you, and it gives me great joy to serve and be obedient to our Father. And I know you'll get great joy out of doing the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, as we close tonight, let's bow our heads and pray to the Father. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for giving a message that was spoken by you in your words, not in our own. Father God, let us get away of our own ways and our own thoughts, and let us get back to you, the creator of all things. God, we know that you are one true and trustworthy man. You sent your son to die for all of our sinful ways so we can have a way, a path, a light to get to you. Father God, you do things that nobody understands. Let the world not talk louder than you any longer to these people. Let you be heard around the world. Let them be strong and passionate about bringing the truth to everyone around them. And let them surround themselves with people that live for you. No longer of the world. For the flesh will fail, but the spirit lives eternally inside us. Father God, I pray for all the families online, out there in the world, the hungry, the sick, and the poor. Give them the strength to make it through whatever their loss is. Whether it be the virus, lost jobs, disasters of any kind in their families, and what's going to happen to them tomorrow, let them have strength to uplift their family instead of bring them down. Father God, send these people in your name. I ask for these things and all things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for all. And we say, amen. amen. God bless y'all and good night.